now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host. Every week, we bring you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you are in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. Uh, I've been your host here for many years now. It's, uh, we're entering our fifth season. We've had over 230 uh, shows uh, in, the, in the can, as they call it. Uh, it's been a pleasure here bringing you this information every week. Uh, but my day-to-day -day job is actually uh, helping people with their real estate needs, whether they were buying or selling. I've been helping them since 1991. It's been uh, coming up on 31 years now and hundreds of transactions here in our fair city. If you have uh, a question, you would like a second opinion or want to talk about your real estate needs, don't be shy. Reach out. I'd be happy to chat with you. And I love hearing from our loyal CFAX listeners. You can find my contact information and the information of the rest of our whole home show team members by visiting CFAX1070.com. Look under shows where you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there or just reach out to me uh, as listeners often do. Google me, Tony Joe Real Estate, Tony Joe Victoria, the whole home show, CFAX. Uh, Google is a fantastic tool. You'll find us and I would love to connect you. We're having a conversation today about, um, what do we call them now? We call them uh, additional non-paying renters. And uh, these are uh, we little uh, ones. These are the critters. These are the uh, insects and the little rodents maybe or things like that that exist in our basements, our attics, in our walls, and they're not paying us rent. They just love what we put out there for them, a nice, comfortable home, a uh, place to hang out. Of course, we're talking about pests and pest control, something that nobody likes to talk about or nobody wants to think about, but there's an exact science to this. And we want to learn more about it today, which is the reason why our guest from Victoria Pest Control is Curtis Brown. He is a technical supervisor for the organization, for the company, and also an associate certified entomologist. Really looking forward to what he has to say. I, I'll admit to you, I know very little about pest uh, uh, handling and pest management. Uh, and I think today is going to be a great lesson for me and hopefully uh, things for you as well too. And I guess the question is, do you have any of these non-paying residents? And you know, if you don't, maybe it's time to reach out to experts like uh, Curtis and the gang at Victoria Pest Control. So that's going to be a great conversation. But as always, we start with a discussion about things that are coming across your mind in the world of real estate. And if you've got something that you'd like us to discuss, just reach out, uh, email me, Tony at primeteam.ca. Again, Google uh, or give us a call, 250-414-6540, and we'll be hands, uh, happy uh, to answer it for you. I want to have a chat today, and it's been a little while, but this is a conversation we've been having a lot 
for the past a couple of years now. And there's more that uh, that goes on day by day here in the realm of multiple offers and bidding wars. I was just asked yesterday, do we still see them? And the answer is yes. Right now, most definitely happening. And it's just a it's a it's a, another reminder that whenever there is no inventory, whenever there is nothing uh, to view or nothing to buy and continued high demand, then we're gonna have multiple offers and bidding wars. Even this week alone, we've had four new clients that are moving from other uh, towns, other places, uh, and uh, and it's tough because you know you think about market areas like Toronto, Vancouver. It's a tough market there as well, too. And a lot of times there's this perception that, oh, Victoria is a small little town. You know, it probably, you know, your market can't be anything like ours. Well, guess what? It is. And in many ways, it's worse because not only uh, uh, do we have our own locals that are wanting to move, you know, people just locally here, they want to go from house A to house B, get a bigger house, get a smaller house, whatever. We also have investors, you know, who've built equity in their home and they want to buy investment properties. We got a lot of students uh, who have not been able to uh, find rental accommodation. They're getting help from their parents and parents are buying. Uh, we have downsizers. We've got first time buyers and we have these people that are moving from out of town. So we've got a pretty heavy uh, draw on the system right now. And it's not going to be like this forever, folks. Don't worry about it. It will change. We know not when. We know not how it is going to happen. Announcements, of course, about interest rate rises. Uh, the, let's face it, the government's not going to make any major changes that will potentially um, cripple the economy. They would never do that. Or let's hope they don't. So change will be gradual, but things will happen. And yeah, there are multiple offers. I, so a fellow that I was speaking with uh, just uh, recently, he asked the question. He said, well, um, is it first of all, is it true that there's still multiple offers? And like I said, the answer is yes, especially in his market segment, what he's looking for. Um, but the other thing he brought up was, how do we know that's true? You know, when an agent, a listing agent representing a seller says, oh, I got offers coming in on Monday, there's four offers or whatever. How do we know that's true? And this is a good question. This is something that I wanted to cover uh, with you guys here. Very interesting, by the way, in Toronto, on the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, they actually have a registry where when uh, offers are coming together, the uh, agents representing the buyers have to register the fact that um, uh, they are presenting an offer. So there is a registry over there that says, yes, indeed, there are six offers or 41 offers or 60 offers, which we've seen. Um, so it is uh, the truth. We don't have that here. Never have. Not even sure if we ever will. Uh, Victoria, uh, in and of itself, very interesting. Still a pretty small community. I mean, we're not a, a large town to begin with. There's 1,500, just over 1,500 licensed realtors uh, in Greater Victoria, uh, which, by the way, uh, when you look at a population to realtor basis, it is it is on the high side, by the way. So we do have a lot of agents here. It's a pretty competitive marketplace, but it's still pretty small, right? Unlike Vancouver that has over 20,000 uh, agents, Toronto has over 60,000 agents. They don't know each other. You know, here in Victoria, we pretty well know each other. There is a fair amount of trust, especially with agents that know each other. Uh, there is really no advantage or benefit to lie about the fact that there's offers when there are not, especially right now, the proof is in the pudding. 
So when a buyer is interested in the property, the agent says, yeah, you know, we're looking at offers on Monday. So far, we've heard there's going to be four or five of them. Of course, the buyer might be suspicious. Oh, yeah, whatever. The realtor is just saying that. But when I say the proof is in the pudding, it's because all you got to wait is until Monday or Tuesday when the sale is posted and the sale is posted at $50,000 or $100,000 over list price. You know there was more than one buyer. That's just the way it works, folks. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of conversation about it being unfair. You know, this whole blind bidding process. Government hasn't made any changes. And some of you may have listened to the interview that I did here on this program uh, in the summertime uh, with Rick Rushton from Melbourne, Australia, where they don't do blind bidding. They do the bidding on the front yard of the house in a complete auction process, which many people say, yeah, you know, that's much more transparent. At least I'm not going to pay, you know, $100,000 more than the next guy. But guess what, folks? Still a really competitive kind of way to buy properties. And those guys get massive dollars. So at the end of the day, it's going to do nothing or has nothing to do with uh, aiding affordability or helping in the pricing here. So uh, multiple offers. By the way, folks, there is a process. So there is a prescribed process for handling multiple offers uh, as regulated by our regulator, the British Columbia Financial Services Authority. It's all online. Even as a consumer, you can read it. There's guidelines as to exactly what has to happen. And by the way, if agents do uh, um, not adhere to that, or if they do something sneaky or underhanded, they do have the risk of getting in trouble by our regulator. And that's something that no licensee wants to do. If you have a question or want to talk about anything, just bring it up. Give me a call uh, or reach out to me, Tony at primeteam.ca. Need to take our first break of the day here today. Going to have a conversation today about pests and pest control with Victoria Pest Control. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. You know, one of the things that people often think about, maybe get a little concerned about, worried about, uh, maybe don't have much knowledge about, uh, are the things that happen around your house that maybe you never see. You know, maybe you see evidence, maybe you see uh, things happening around that you wonder about. And I'm talking about the realm of insects, rodents, pests. All that other kind of fun stuff. Because nobody's got that in their home, of course. Our homes are perfect, right? Except for the fact that sometimes these guys do show up. And I have to say, I've had that experience as well, too. You know, I live in Oak Bay. It's a you know nice neighborhood. And I have had the furry friend show up. I have had a wasp nest uh, in my attic area. Uh, we get it all. This is what happens. But then you got to call the people that actually can help you in that area. And today, our guest from Victoria Pest Control is Curtis Brown. Curtis is the technical supervisor and also an associate certified entomologist. Curtis, thanks for coming. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Uh, this is, again, like I said, this is a topic that I think people like to avoid for some reason or other, but it's a reality in life, isn't it? It is. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, um, Pests and pest management is kind of uh, that thing, like you said, no, nobody wants to discuss, you know, people like to avoid 
However, it affects most, most everybody's lives, right? And of course, because we're talking about, you know, living organisms that have really specialized, for mo most of the cases, we're talking about, you know, insects or mammals that have specialized to live with or close to people, mm -hmm. right? So eventually, you know, whether it's, like you said, something like a wasp nest, which I think most people have had an experience with, you know, down to rodents or to, you know, ant infestations or, you know, further down the list, cockroaches, bed bugs, these other things that people really, really don't like talking about. But uh, it affects, uh, you know, most of our lives. Well, well, let's, oh, we can, we can uh, parse this one out here. Let's just start with, with, with my experience. So a couple of months ago, uh, it was after the summer, we noticed that we were getting a lot of dead wasps in our ensuite bathroom. Yes. Uh, and there's no opening. Like, I mean, the, there's a window, but the window wasn't open or whatever. And we're wondering, what, where do they come from? So we called you guys and one of your guys popped on over. And, you know, the science of, of pest management really interests me because he came and um, he observed you know, trying to check out, you know, where the wasps were coming in and out. He actually had to come back to a different time of day because of where, you know, where the sun uh, hit the, hit the roof and all that stuff. Um, but it's, it's a really interesting science, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a behavioral kind of situation, right? Yeah, you know, pest management, uh, you know, really at its heart is an applied science and, you know, it's, it's got pieces of, you know, Bi biological sciences so animal behavior ecology uh it's part building science you know you need to understand you know how are buildings constructed you know whether that's a residential home or a commercial building um <clears throat> and then you know it's part chemistry we need to understand you know sort of how these how these organisms communicate with each other and the tools that we're using uh you know if we need to control them uh you know how does that work and so there's all these, these pieces uh, that, that come together and form this very interesting uh, trade, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I find it fascinating. But yes, you're right. It, it is an applied science. It, it, it is. And, and the, you know, the, the majority of our job is actually observing. You know, yeah. I would say 75, 80% of our job is, is inspecting and observing the environment that we're in well and, and this is what he did so i mean he was able to identify it um mm -hmm. you know it, it's the sort of peaked area where there's no access but i guess they were getting in uh he treated the area um we have not seen any evidence since i, I think maybe they're coming through the pot lights uh, in the ceiling or something but the you know it's done and uh, it, it was amazing because it was a quick easy visit and and oh, uh, yeah no. <laughs> yeah yeah so, so there was that. Um, and of course, I, I'm guessing that's a bit of a seasonal thing though too, right? So you guys are dealing with seasons, right? Uh, you know, that's, you know, absolutely. So in, in, in the pest management world, we have the things that are around all year, you know, and those things being primarily, you know, rodents. Uh, well, we may have sort of you know, peak uh, seasons for rodents as well. They are around all year, all year round, right? So we get mice and rats in people's homes. Um, and then we have things like cockroaches and bed bugs, which again, have, there is a tiny bit of seasonality with that due to temperature changes. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but uh, and then we have the spring and the summer and we have a tremendous influx in ant activity and wasp activity which we really don't have too much of obviously in the wind especially wasps so they're 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 you know quote unquote dormant yep. uh, and so uh, you know big changes in the season of the of the different types of things that we see in and around people's homes um, which of course is uh, uh, always keeping us very, very busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no sure. I'm guessing that's a good business because there's no shortage of, uh, of 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 this kind of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that's that's where the term, you know, pest management comes in, right? Because you know, a lot of people still, you know, want to say exterminate, exterminator, or you know, along those lines. And really, you know, there is no there is no exterminating. You know, yeah. there, there's, there's, you may be able to control uh, a contained environment like a house, right? So, you know, we can, we can get, uh, you know, an ant nest out of a house, or we can get a group of rats out of a single house, but we're really just waiting for the next ones to come in, right? Uh, yeah. Or we're waiting for the next event to happen. And because really we're controlling that, that little, uh, you know, that structure, but in the totality of these things, there is no exterminating, right? There's no getting rid of all the rats. There's no, there's no getting rid of all the mice that are outside of that, that structure, right? Yeah. And so that's where the management part comes in. And, and really, you know, pest management, the goal of pest management um, should be to reduce those events or try to prevent them. And, and that's through things such as, you know, regular inspections of homes, exclusion, which is the most important, you know, uh, control in pest management is trying to prevent these things from getting in in the first place mm -hmm. um especially when we're talking about rodents right yeah. uh, so <clears throat> we have inspection we have exclusion and then we have sort of sanitation and cultural practices you know either inside or outside the house which can have a really big impact on whether or not we're being um you know our homes are being you're inviting uh, them yeah exactly right? yeah but what environment around our home are we encouraging rodent activity or ant activity or you know whatever that may be so much to talk about uh victoria pest control now you guys have been around for a long time right yeah yes we have yeah we're a family-owned business uh, still but we've uh uh business started in 1986 yeah um the original owner is still involved which is excellent yeah and uh and now we've grown to you know, we have uh, 10 licensed technicians uh, just in, in Victoria and one in Nanaimo and uh, 15 staff. So we've we've grown quite considerably over the years and and we're doing our best to help everyone as as much. Yeah, well, I, I, I am pretty happy to report now because I've had a couple of visits that uh, your vehicles are also somewhat covert because they're white and that they don't they're not <laughs> smeared with with, you know, pest, uh, you know, control all over the place. That's what people are worried about. Right. It's, it's, I don't want the, my neighbors to know, right? We get that call all the time. It's a very fine line between, uh, you know, marketing and letting people know <laughs> what you do and also not over, yes. uh, overly overreacting the neighbors. Yeah. And so, you know, it's funny, though, that conversation, you know, back to people not wanting to discuss or I don't want my neighbors to know, you know, there's this weird inherent sort of like shame that people express with you know oh i i have this you know i have rats in my house or i have 
Well, well, hey, hey, listen, I want to pick up on this conversation. We got to take a, a break right now because this is an important one. It's the stigma, yes. right? Yep. Yeah. So we're having a conversation with Curtis Brown with Victoria Pest Control. Just need to take a quick break here. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the home, home, whole home show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. As a reminder, you can find their information by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows and there you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of their contact information is there, including my own. Uh, or you can always just reach out to me, uh, as you often do, our, our loyal listeners, and I'd be happy to connect you. Uh, and as a reminder, too, if you're a podcast listener, you can download any of our 230-something episodes over the course of the past four years by go going to iTunes or Google Play. Tons of great information. In fact, you might even be listening to this recording right now three or four years after uh, recording. So uh, it's always uh, very helpful, the information there. Anything you guys need relating to your home or, or, or issues at hand, uh, be sure to look us up and tell all your friends. We're having a conversation today uh, about our furry little critters and bugs and all that kind of fun stuff with Victoria Pest Control. Our guest today is Curtis Brown, technical supervisor and an associate certified entomologist. Again, Curtis, thanks for coming. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hey, just before the break, we were talking about stigma because this is one of those things. You know, people mm -hmm. are, are ashamed. They're like, oh, you know, I, I got a rat or I got a mouse in the house. And, and um, I think the other thing, too, sometimes is there's that perception of, well, it might not be a nice neighborhood if there's rats or whatever. But, you know, the nicest parts of town have, <laughs> have <Butterfly>. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you know, if you from a biological perspective, you know, the nice parts of town when we think about, you know, or, you know, I mean, not not to categorize things, but, you know, we think about, you know, lush, you know, yards and nice vegetation and plants and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, what do we, you know, we're creating an ecosystem. And of course that ecosystem draws in animals. Uh -huh. uh, so, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in Oak Bay or, uh, you know, downtown or you're in, you know, Saanich or Sydney, everywhere we go, you know, Victoria, I always, I always tell people Victoria is so beautiful. Everything wants to live here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, totally. So anyway, no, 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 there's the, the stigma associated with, with pests and hiring pest management professionals. Um, you know, while I understand, uh, I think, you know, it should be viewed as, you know, if you have a plumbing problem, you hire a plumbing trade, right. And they come and they address your plumbing issue. If you have an ele you know, electrical problem, you hire an electrician. If you have a pest problem, you hire a pest management professional. And really it's no different. Um, you know, uh, people have a lot of, you know, uh, 
phobias and things like that associated with with some animals and some insects and and that's that's understandable but from a from a trades perspective i mean we really should look at it no differently mm -hmm. and you know there's there's people there to help with these problems right so um the other visit i had with you guys was um upstairs in our our, our walk-in closet I think it was in the morning, it was kind of nighttime, we heard some scurrying around uh, in the attic. And I turned the light switch on and it went quiet. So it's like, oh, there's something going on. We called you guys up. Uh, and then Dave came over mm -hmm. uh, up in the attic, which by the way, I have never looked in my attic before. I've been, I've been here for 14 years. People don't look in their attics. Right? No, they do. No. no. So anyways, uh, Dave was up there. Uh, we've had him back a couple of times. Uh, actually, no evidence of, of rodent. Um, I, we're figuring now it may have been a bird or something uh, at yeah. the time, but again, to, 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 to get a specialist in to have a look, you know, um, we got to know what's going on in our home, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, pest management, you know, again, you know, the technicians were, you know, the, the goal is, is to be trained to see what others overlook, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, you, you don't often need, uh, you know, specialized training to identify a large infestation, right? Like if you, if you go into your attic and there's rodent droppings everywhere, it's pretty self-explanatory that there's a, there's a rodent problem occurring. Um, you know, however, now we need to understand, you know, what species is it, which is important, you yeah. know, how, how we're going to manage that species because every species you know we have two species of invasive rats uh in victoria where we're blessed with both okay <laughs> we've got the roof rat or radis radis uh and we've got the norway or brown rat uh radis norvegicus and so both of those animals you know although they're related and that they're both rats they have very 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 different biology and very different behaviors and so understanding, you know, going, being able to go in and assess, you know, which species are we dealing with, um, you know, what parts of the home are more vulnerable or being able to go into, uh, you know, into a home when maybe there's only been a rat, you know, and the evidence very, very, very low, uh, trying to, uh, you know, pick up and, and observe uh, the signs that are left behind for us. You know, that's that's a big, big part of the uh, the trade as well, which uh, and sometimes there's nothing. Uh, well, and I, I want to bring this up because this is this is a really good point that that, uh, that you're touching on here. When somebody sells their home, there's a document called the property disclosure statement. It's a questionnaire that sellers fill out and ask them, you know, to best their knowledge, any structural issues, any, you know, heating problems or whatever. There is one question there that says, are you aware of any infestation by insects, rodents and bats? That's exactly what it says. And it's interesting because when we're filling out this form with, with a seller, every once in a while, the seller gets to that question. And then they give you that kind of sideways look. It's kind of like, I don't know if I should say anything. Right. Mm -hmm. But the, but the big question is the definition of infestation, right? Yeah. Because like you said, you know, maybe it's one rat in the house. It's very different than, uh, uh, what do you call them? A school? No, what's a group of rats? A whole bunch <laughs> of them. Yeah, typically referred to as a colony. A colony of rats. Okay, so then the question is, what's an infestation? Right? Yes, yeah, and and is there a is there a time uh, frame? You know, is there uh, you know what what's the statute? When was it? 
yeah, you know, well, there may have been an infestation 10 years ago, but there's been no previous, you know, or no, no current activity. And so, you know, sometimes removing rodent evidence uh, completely from a home can be, you know, very, very difficult because uh, they get into, you know, I mean, that's their job, right? You know, as predator evasion biology is to get into these very hard to get to places because that's where they want to, you know, have nests and rear young and that's where they're safe. And sometimes those places are really, really hard to get to. So, you know, if a home inspector comes in, they may find evidence, you know, from an infestation that was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, five years ago. And so what really defines an infestation? You know, like yeah. it is a very, that's a very tricky question on the disclosure. It's something that we deal with quite frequently where we, we have, you know, somebody buying a home and a home inspectors identified you know, evidence. And then they ask us to come in and, you know, tell them about what we're seeing. Right. And, and is this, is this new or old or, uh, you know, what level of infestation? And I think, yeah, that's a very, uh, tricky, uh, <laughs> delicate question because you're right. I mean, you know, for the seller, you know, what, how, how to answer that question most appropriate. Well, and the other thing too, you know, for every buyer has a different temperament, right? I mean, oh. some, some are fine with, oh, I get it, whatever. The neighbor's got compost, uh, you know, it's drawing these things in. And then some people are like, one is enough. And, oh, and, absolutely. and that's yeah. it. Right. And so in pest management, you know, we, we refer to that uh, as the injury threshold. Oh, so interesting. <laughs> uh, so what is that level? Well, what is well actually, hold that thought because again, we need to take a, take another break. Injury threshold. This really intrigues me. I'm having a conversation today with Curtis Brown. He is the technical supervisor and associate certified entomologist at Victoria Pest Control. By the way, it's VictoriaPestControl.com. We'll put the information on the CFAX website. We need to take our last break of the day, um, uh, and when we come back, we're going to be chatting about. Uh, what injury threshold is that? Is that what you said, right? Yes, yes. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. This is the whole home show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to the whole home show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation today with Victoria Pest Control and Curtis Brown, technical supervisor and associate certified entomologist. Uh, Curtis, again, thanks for coming and teaching us a whole bunch about this. You know, I got to tell you, the thing that I learned today, and it makes a lot of sense, is you you can't, extermination is really not a thing. Like, they, they're always going to be here. These, yeah. these critters will never be gone, right? Maybe they go from one place to the next or whatever, right? Yep. Um, hey, is it a matter of if I have a better extermination guy like you, uh, and my neighbor down the street has a weaker one. All of my guys go down the street. Is that what happens here? <laughs> no, not 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 quite. Uh, oh, good. You know, and you know, back to that principle. You know, you can you can get things out of a structure, but out of an environment is you know the surrounding environment is is really not a realistic uh, uh, outcome. Okay, hey, I, I want to do something really quick here. This is just a wrap a, a wrap. Yeah, the, they don't read well you know i've tried leaving them notes and they just don't uh... oh the critters yeah, <laughs> yeah okay exactly. uh, hey listen a, a quick rapid fire i haven't prepared you for this here but i, I just want to know from from your mind here um uh are are these things threats or are they benign so first of all silverfish uh fairly benign okay 
not a lot no damage they're just a, a nuisance right yeah okay snakes you guys deal with snakes don't deal with snakes uh, so okay. snake would be wildlife okay not really a pest so we and and the snakes that we have in in you know greater victoria are extremely beneficial to the environment so we we would uh, happily leave them be even if they were there but they're pretty much just out, outside snakes here thank thank goodness <laughs> great um how about bats we got bats here uh, we do we have lots of bats uh and bats again are, are wildlife so you know the funny thing you know one quick interjection is is the definition of the word pest right and so we kind of got to get away from that a little bit because everything is essentially it's it's an animal right and so uh, just because it's bothering us doesn't mean it it needs to be controlled in a certain way, right? And so bats are wildlife. They are actually uh, protected. Uh, they're a protected species. Yeah. Uh, while bats are nesting, you cannot disturb them. So if you have bats in your house, for instance, yeah. and you notice that in, say, you know, May or June, you uh, you cannot do anything to them until the fall until they leave right because most bats are migratory and so you know again bats would be sort of under this this wildlife umbrella not so much under this pest you know kind of thing that kind of sort of categorize some things as as more pesty and and less less wildlifey but really at the end of the day they're all they're all well, so, and, so, and that's the that's the one because you know I, I mentioned to you on the disclosure statement they added that a couple of years ago. So it's infestation due to insects, uh, rodents, and bats. Yeah, and I, I think you know where some of that comes from is is of course uh, you know when we're talking about rodents or bats or birds for that matter, uh, you know there there can be a risk factor associated with droppings and certain diseases that can that can be transmitted through that. Yeah. And so bats would be one where, you know, if you had a long-term, uh, you know, bat, you know, uh, colony in your attic, um, you know, there could be quite an accumulation of droppings, yeah. which then becomes a hazard to remove. And yeah. so you might disclose that if you're not going to hire a professional to come in and, you know, do that remediation, um, you may need to disclose that, hey, you know, there's this potential contaminant up in the attic. And I think that's where some of that stuff kind of comes from. Could be. Could be. Uh, but, uh, but for the most part, we, we want, uh, you know, bats are our friends. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. Hey, oh, listen, um, dur so during uh, uh, the last break there, um, uh, before recording, we, you were talking about um, this thing, which is integrated pest management. So this is a, this is a philosophy, not a philosophy, it's a requirement that you guys have to meet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, integrated pest management, which some people may have heard of, uh, you know, uh, IPM for short, uh, is, a, is a methodology and a philosophy of, you know, how to practice pest management. But, you know, in British Columbia, it's actually the law and of the only jurisdictions um, where in North America, um, where integrated pest management is actually the law. And so, you know, all of our actions as pest management professionals are governed by the Ministry of Environment, uh, and we have to follow the Integrated Pest Management Act of BC. And essentially, you know, integrated pest management is, uh, <clears throat> again, is the sort of way of practicing pest management, which the goal is to reduce um, the use of pesticides, you know, the unnecessary use of pesticides uh, through 
a series of actions. So, you know, that starts by inspection, uh, identifying the, the organism that we're uh, dealing with, uh, and then monitoring that, that pest activity. So, you know, we're trying to determine what is the population size, you know, you know, is this an infestation like we were sort of discussing before? Um, you know, depending on the on the species, there may be times when action's more appropriate, you know, just based on biological cycles. Uh, and then develop or determining what is the injury threshold, which is sort of where we left off there. And, and the injury threshold really is, um, you know, another word that you could you could come up with would be tolerance, right? So everyone kind of has a different uh, you know, injury threshold or tolerance in their own homes for certain uh, organisms. You know, so the silverfish, you know, question is this, you know, are there these things, you know, are benign? Silverfish, you know, our tolerance for silverfish is probably pretty high in most cases in that if we see one or two, we're probably, you know, many of us are, aren't applying pesticides, aren't, you know, going to sort of, you know, chemical or lethal controls, we might try to do things such as use dehumidifiers, we might try to seal, you know, gaps and cracks in our bathrooms, make sure our fans are working properly. They like moisture, right? They do like moisture, right? So, you know, steps that we can take that don't involve pesticides, uh, where we're reducing humidity and improving airflow and always, and that will, that will help control silverfish. Or we might use things like, uh, you know, glue traps, which are really effective for, for capturing silverfish. Uh, we might use something like that, right? And so, but, you know, our, our tolerance or injury threshold for, you know, uh, bed bugs oh. is really much lower. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so the, the injury threshold for or tolerance for bed bugs, you know, is, is most likely for most people is one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, you know, is or the evidence of, uh, you know, of bed bugs is enough uh, to trigger some type of action that may or may not involve, uh, you know, pesticides or some other type of control measure. And so really, that's that's the that that threshold which triggers some type of action from the pest management professional uh, which afterwards then we need to come back and we need to evaluate it to determine it, was it successful do we need to you know are there any further steps that we need to take um, has the you know has the activity decreased and, you know which is verified through the use of monitoring devices mm -hmm. and so you know all that kind of stuff that I just talked about is um, is actually the law in British Columbia. And so, you know, quite often we get, we get people that, um, that call us and they've seen, they've seen something at their home and they say, just spray it. And we say, we can't. Nuke it, nuke it. <laughs> just, just, nuke it. And we, well, we can't. And, well, what do you mean? And we're like, well, you know, this, this is actually, you know, how our trade is, is, is regulated and the steps that we need to go through. The other thing that a lot of people don't, that don't, don't know uh, is that, you know, in order to treat a pest with a pesticide, that species has to be listed on the label of the product. And so homeowners don't often think about this because, you know, you don't have, you're not governed, you don't have to submit your records to the Ministry of Environment. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when a, when a pesticide is registered in Canada, which is registered through Health Canada uh, and through the, the PMRA, which is a branch of Health Canada, 
if you look at a can of, you know, insecticide that you buy for your house because you saw, you know, some wasps, uh, you may see on there that it says wasps, spiders, ants. Uh, you know, technically, that product is not allowed to be used to control silverfish because it's not listed on the label. And so for, for pest management professionals, all of our products that, that we use, which again are, are registered and governed by Health Canada, um, you know, sometimes people have uh, insects that let's say, um, you know, enter their home, but aren't, aren't an insect that really causes infestation. Like sometimes we just get random bugs that show up from outside uh like let's say for instance uh you know stink bugs which is a right it's a type of uh uh, uh, insect that we find especially near agricultural crops and sometimes those come into homes well we don't really have a lot of products that are registered to treat those so people might find a few of them in there and oh come and spray my house well we actually can't and so other steps that we might need to do you know it's rather than than do that right so so, you know, integrated pest management is a, is a philosophy uh, and it's also the law. Um, and it really, you know, it, the goal again is to do all those other steps that we need to do before we get to the decision to, to apply a pesticide in a, in a specific situation, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, it absolutely does. Wow. You know, it's so fascinating, the, the science of all of this. And, and uh, I got to say, you know, if, uh, listening as a consumer, I, I've, it's, it's kind of nifty to hear, you know, that, that there are requirements and you know, oh, yeah. there's, there's controls and, and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and again, a number of things that, that you've brought up, you know, the, um, uh, the definition of, well, we talked about infestation, but then the difference between a pest and actual wildlife and mm-hmm. how um, things in our ecosystem actually are, are, are there for a reason. Wow. This is so fascinating. But at the end of the day, I'm going to say for any listener here, and, and I'm a client of your guys's as well, too, you know, if people uh, bump into a situation or whatever, I'm not going up to check out the wasp nest. Like, <laughs> I, I, that's not my thing. You know, it's called yeah. the experts, right? And um, just observing, you know, what, what your specialists do and, and how they, uh, uh, they approach them, you know, very nifty. But the, but the last thing, too, you know, we talked about stigma, uh, and you started with this as well, too. Um, these critters show up in any neighborhood. It, it doesn't matter where you're at, or it doesn't matter if you bought the most expensive house in the fanciest neighborhood. That doesn't mean that you're going to be critter free, right? Ab- yeah, no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. You know, uh, most of the time, you know, animals are looking for, uh, you know, the same thing that we're looking for, which is food and shelter and security. Yeah. And, you know, the nicest house or not, uh, you know, it doesn't, you know, that, that doesn't, isn't a, uh, doesn't determine whether or not we're going to have, you know, sort of pest activity or rodent activity or, or anything like that. So exactly. very, very natural, right? People think, oh my goodness, I shouldn't be dealing with this. And it's like, well, actually we probably should. This is, this is a pretty natural thing to happen that the, you know, these, these, you know, organisms and these animals are, are, are interacting with our structures. I mean, that's, that's because we're, we are a part of the environment, right? Fantastic. And so we're, yeah. Thank you, Curtis. Curtis Brown, a technical supervisor uh, at Victoria Pest Control and an associate certified entomologist. Thanks for joining us, Curtis. Hey, so much. Yeah, and if anyone wants to visit, it's victoriapestcontrol.com. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll be here for you this time next week.